But it's very hip to be on the internet right now. What, what do you is say that out anyway? It will replace the yellow pages as we know it today. With the A and then the ring around it? At. Katie said she thought it was about. The, the most important job that I have is to be able to uh, see what talents each individual has uh, within our company and then let them use those talents. Welcome back to Market Like Emma. We're so excited today uh, to be joined with Lori Stutzman, our president, who just wrote an incredible blog around eight plus secrets to great leadership. Uh, it's been quite a couple years to have tested your leadership and to <laughs> have tested all of these, you know, stressors that can kind of make or break great leaders. And um, I just wanted to dive in. One of the first things you say in your blog is that when you started Extra Mile Marketing, you started with a simple idea build an environment where I wanted to work. Of course, I also wanted an environment where my team members wanted to work. I knew it could be done. How did you know it could be done? Well, I was fortunate enough uh, that I worked um, for a company called Packar and they're a Fortune 100 company. They own Kenworth and Peterbilt trucks. And when I came on board there, um, they hired me to actually build a marketing department from scratch, from nothing. So I was lucky enough to be able to build that, and I had leaders that were really supportive, and I learned a lot from uh, some of the leaders that I had there, some of my bosses. But I was able to build a department where everybody enjoyed working, um, and the team was really strong. And when I left there, um, I had worked, I'd worked at a couple of companies, and I um, was looking for the next opportunity, and I was interviewing at at some companies where everybody I talked to was really pretty unhappy in their job. So I felt like, well, why would I want to go work there? I don't want to go work where I'm going to be unhappy. And I, I wasn't finding a good fit um, from that standpoint. So it was actually a friend of mine that said, why don't you start your own business to build that environment again, to have that environment where people really enjoyed coming to work and it was a positive. And then one of the guys I had been working with, he said, hey, if you ever decide you're going to do that and start your own company, I'll leave the company and I'll come start it with you. And I was like, wow, that, then it became real. And so that's what I did. That was uh, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And when you started looking at how you're going to build that environment um, for yourself and your team, what elements did you want to make sure you had in your new business that would engender a, a sense of great morale and a sense of excitement among your teammates about the work that you do? Well, I think the, the most important job that I have is to be able to uh, see what talents each individual has uh, within our company and then let them use those talents. Like, let them, you know, really respect the fact that you hired them because they're smart and capable people. So, you know, let them use those talents and then get out of their way. You know, let them, let them shine or let them fail either way, <laughs> right? But, but let them do the job that they were hired to do. Yeah, that kind of speaks to your first secret uh, or tenet of great leadership, which is to know what you don't know. Yeah. Uh, why is that so important? And how do you keep yourself from wanting to pretend that you know everything? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point, especially in marketing. When you look at the world today, there's no way that one person can know everything about marketing or be an expert. So I like to hire people that are smarter than me in certain areas and learn from them. You know, I continue to learn. Every time we hire a new person, there's something I can learn from them. Mm -hmm. And and I don't even know what I don't know. So when you're talking about, and I know there's a lot of business leaders out there that can relate to this. So when we're talking about, you know, account-based marketing, for example, a, a brand new kind of uh, way of marketing, which which actually is just a refresh of an old new, way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
but you know, I didn't even know what it was when I, you know, a few years ago. And then, you know, had people that were on board that, that were smarter than me in that area. And they, you know, they really learned, they really knew what to do and they really learned more about it. And then they were able to teach me about it. And, um, I just think, uh, you, if you think, you know, everything you're missing a lot. Tell me about a time that you've gotten out of your team's way and either let them fail and learn from that and maybe also a time when they've succeeded uh, because of it. Yeah, well, my team succeeds all the time without me, to be honest. They're so capable. I, you know, that's very little that I need to do to get a quality product um, put together for a client. And, you know, there's times that there's, there's ideas that come up that maybe haven't worked so well. Um, and that's okay. I mean, we had a we had a gal who used to work for us who's amazingly talented business development person. Um, she's so good. And um, but she had this idea that she wanted to uh, send out to our clients these these dolls, these Stretch Armstrong dolls, for example, that um, would show you know that that she could say that you could say that we're you know we're a, we're stretching your capabilities or we're arm stretch away or whatever. And I, and you know, I wasn't super excited about the idea. I, it was expensive. You, know, you have to buy the dolls, you have to buy the packaging, you have to deliver them or ship them or whatever. And, um, but she really wanted to do it. And I didn't want to, to uh, quash her enthusiasm. So I said, okay. So then I supported it and helped her box things up and, and she got, she sent them out there and um, we didn't really get anything from it. We, you know, we didn't even really hear that anybody, anybody even getting a hold of us saying, hey, we even got the doll, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, and that was that. And it was kind of what I had expected would happen. But I learned something and she definitely learned something. And, you know, you learn just as much from failure as you do from success. So that was one that I, I got out of somebody's way and they failed. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really fail, to be honest. I don't look at it as a failure. I kind of look back at it as a, you know, we, we learned something about direct mail with our clients. It was good for us to try it, to give yeah. it a try. And it made them stronger and gave them, you know, uh, kind of a, something to look back to in, in future marketing campaigns with those direct mailers. I know when I was starting out, we did this uh, big social media campaign for Microsoft Inspire, and we built this whole scavenger hunt and, again, like bought a bunch of prizes for people, um, and we did it all through like Instagram stories, which already was like not necessarily where all the people at Inspire were on uh, social media. Um, and you know, it just kind of fizzled and, and went nowhere and it kind of stunk because we did a lot of work for it. But I always have that in the back of my mind now when we're doing future social campaigns of all the lessons I learned through that. And on the flip side, it must be so fulfilling for you to see work go out that is stellar, that's that's really exceptional, that you didn't have a hand in because right. you built this, like, engine for it. I Your love that. Your trust has been uh, well, well-placed, I guess. Well, you have a sign hanging in your office that says, today is a great day for a great day. And I'm just curious with your calendar as it is now, <laughs> yeah. 7 to 7 sometimes, um, how do you get into that spirit every morning? Um, well, I every morning when I get up, I make a choice, you know, I make a choice to be positive. I make a choice to be happy. And I really do believe happiness is a choice. I mean, we all have challenges in our lives that, as you know, the last 
year and a half been pretty challenging for me. Mm -hmm. And I could get up every morning and say, woe is me. You know, mm -hmm. look at all these challenges I have. And, and I have lots of excuses that I could have to be unhappy. But where does that get you? I mean, it's just who wants to be around an unhappy person? And who wants to be an unhappy person? So instead, I just say, you know, there are challenges that we all have to deal with. So you got to get up with a positive attitude and just tackle them. Um, and uh, I feel like we do that every day here. I feel like, you know, we, if, if we have something big that we have to tackle, we, everyone's willing to help, uh, which is wonderful. And um, in my blog, I write, I love, the, I love the line of how do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. And I just feel like that, that that's how you solve problems and tackle your day. And, and you choose to be happy. You choose to see things positive or you choose to see things negative. That's, that's up to you. Well, I love how central a theme that is to the blog. There's so much positivity, and I think that's just kind of the key lesson is you don't, to be a great leader, you don't have to have any sort of negativity. You don't have to have this kind of power complex, or you don't have to be making sure you're on top of people. It's really about, you know, engendering fulfillment and uh, making sure everyone feels like they belong. Uh, I think that's just such a great perspective on what makes a great leader. Well, everyone, check out Lori's blog and read it for yourself, and you'll come away with eight and a secret plus bonus tip uh, <laughs> for great leadership at your company. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Market Like Emma.